welcome everybody to the Mental Health Hour. Today, we're going to be talking about positive psychology mm -hmm. uh, with, with Taylor. Next year's Taylor. Um, you guys know her. You guys love her. Uh, you uh, heard her. Or she's been streaming for what, seven years? Or, seven. I think seven, years. seven years. Mm -hmm. Seven years. Every day for seven years. Yeah. So, um, Gemma, can you give a quick intro about Miss Taylor, please? Are you start, uh, well, I met her on um, Periscope many, many years ago. I know I've been on, I was on Periscope. I feel like it was longer than seven. Because I've been on Periscope and live for around six, seven years. But um, I know that she goes live every single day, um, spreading lots of um, positivity and has helped me out massively. I went live with her many years ago on Periscope because I had gone through a very difficult time myself and she had helped me out immensely on there. Um and it felt right to ask her to come on here now. Um, she's still streaming on here on Twitch now and doing many other things. And if you want to bring her up now, you can do that. <laughs> I don't touch yes. buttons because I crash apps. <laughs> All right, here's Taylor. Thank you guys for uh, joining uh, the stream as always. And a Taylor, welcome to the Mental Health Hour. Hi, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Um, it, it was five and a half years. I, I like the bonus year and a half that you guys are giving me, but it's five and a half years. I was kind of a oh, late bloomer on Periscope. Yeah, y'all were on there before me. I, I didn't show up until 2017. I so thought been... it was longer. Okay. Yeah. We've definitely I'll made take it the credit. <laughs> Um, and Gemma and I have had the pleasure of meeting in person together yeah. in California, which was really cool. That's that was awesome. amazing. Amazing times. That was 2018. I remember it well. That's crazy. Yeah. It was that long ago. That's oh, I really know. cool. I, I actually would love to do one of the Perry meetups or the, you know, just to get to know some of the streamers that we talk with, um, you know, day in and day out. Uh Mm -hmm. It would be really cool. Um, but I have, I've just started, I've only been doing this for a year. Um, you yeah. guys have been streaming a lot longer than I have. So I'm going to uh, let you guys uh, have the floor and uh, talk about some positive psychology, mental health related stuff. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, have at it. Okay. Yeah. Should I just jump in? Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. So if you guys don't know me, uh, from the ages of 13 to 19, I struggled a lot with suicidal ideation and self-harm. So I read this book when I was 19 that totally changed my whole life since then. And it's, I'll wait till I'm big. There we go. It's called Positivity by Barbara Fredrickson. And it kind of inspired the subject of this broadcast because this is one of the concepts that has helped me so, so, so immensely with that kind of struggle. And it's the simple idea that for every one negative experience that you have, you want to have at least three positive experiences to keep you in 
that positive upward spiral is how she refers to it. it. You're more resilient, you're more creative, you're calmer, you're more confident, you know, um, your cortisol levels will be decreased. And basically what that means is that our, we're just, we're wired to be exceptionally sensitive to negativity. So mm. negative things just stand out to us like almost three times as more powerful than a positive experience. If you think about it, like when things go to plan, everything goes off without a hitch, it doesn't really stand out. It just kind of like we expect things to go well and go right. But when things go wrong, it can be this glaring, you know, we could do everything right in the whole day, but all we can fixate our minds on is that one mistake that we made or that one person who said something mean about us or something. You know, I mm -hmm. see this with, with streamers and content creators. You guys probably can relate. It's like you can have all these great comments coming in. Everyone's like, hey, how are you? You look great. You're awesome. I love you. I love this place. And then you get that one troll comment that's like, you're a narcissist. And you're just like, you just lose it. It's like, that's the only thing you can focus on. And that's like, it just becomes this huge thing. So it's just mm -hmm. one example of, of the, that concept of how much more powerful negative things are to us than positive. So that was like a big light bulb aha moment for me when I learned about that. And I, I learned about it through this book, but I do want to say hi to everybody. Hi, Naomi. <laughs> I just see the chat kind of rolling and I don't want to neglect y'all. King, hello. Yes, I'm here. And Ray and Imp. Yes, it's me. Oh. Thanks for being here, Imp. Michael. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome into the Mental Health Hour. And I would like to uh, ask Taylor to start off with this uh, journey. How did you get into live streaming? Um, Michael, thank you for the bits. 95 bits. I don't know if you guys saw that. And Eric yeah. subbed also. I don't know if you guys usually shout people out. But thank you, guys. We see you. We are live. Um, this is not pre-recorded. So I got into live streaming because I was a yoga teacher. So also around the age of 19, I did this visualization exercise with an old mentor and I thought about what I wanted to do. What would my ideal outcome, if money didn't matter, what would I do? And it was basically, I, I saw myself like on a stage talking to people who struggled with the same kinds of things I used to struggle with, low self-esteem, insecurity, good old daddy issues, you know, the whole, the whole gamut. And I saw myself like going to schools and talking to kids basically. Um, and then throughout this process, I became a yoga teacher and I thought, okay, this is a really cool way to help people is to teach them yoga, to help them decrease their stress and improve their physical and mental health, learning about meditation, all of these things that kind of embody the ideas of positive psychology. And I started streaming yoga because I wanted to sell yoga classes and be a yoga teacher and have that be my thing. Nobody wanted to buy yoga. They would watch me do yoga. They would ask mm. questions about yoga, but I never like very rarely ever sold any yoga sessions to anyone from my live streams. But I loved talking with everyone and I loved sharing my experience and learning about other people's experience, connecting with people from all around the world, like Gemma, who's all the mm. way out in the UK. Yeah. Um, she shares her story, which is also super, super powerful. And that's really bonded us immediately when we met because we had some similar experiences in that way. So that uh, kind of spiraled into me just being like, all right, well, if nobody wants yoga, maybe they'll just support the channel and just help me to because I can't work for free. Um, so I just started spending more and more hours just kind of talking, just going live, talking about different subjects, different ideas, different books that I was reading. And 
if five and a half years later, it's a profitable business and people seem to really like it and I love doing it. And I really do genuinely believe that positive psychology and human connection are two mm. of the most powerful ways to prevent and potentially even reverse depression and suicide. So I think, you know, you can go live to save lives. I really do think that that really does work. I think that's how we connected really, because like you would, we would talk when you were live and I ended up reaching out to you privately. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was at my worst with my, I was self-harming almost every day. Mm. And um, you got me out of that. Like you got you out of it. Life. With help, but yeah, like <laughs> definitely with help. And uh, made a lot of recommendations. The book that you have, I actually got that because of you. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was a while ago and I know what you're saying with it. And it's so true what you say about how you focus on the one negative thing. And I know I still do it, but I'm definitely a lot better than I was. And I'm picking up um, ways of dealing with it. Usually trying to be less fiery with my um, response, but I don't let it go in internal as much now. I deflect it better than I was. And um, yeah, definitely, which is why I reached out to ask for help recently as well, because I mm -hmm. want to make this work. And it's true what you say. Like, I know I started live streaming because I didn't have the ability to go out and meet people because like Thomas is in bed I'm a single mom and the the connection for me was key so that's really what helped me and got me wanting to do it as well so it, it's true what you say I love that so much you look so good too like I feel like you know you've had a lot of and now Thomas is doing better it's just like you guys yeah. are on this like upward movement and that's so beautiful to see I love that so much and I think you're doing really well I know it takes a while to like grow a community, mm. let alone a business, but I think you're really oh, doing yeah. really well. Absolutely. Too hard on yourself. Absolutely. He rings the chemo bell on Saturday. It's his ninth birthday this Saturday, and he rings the chemo bell. Oh, yeah, me. we have the same birthday, me and Thomas. I forgot. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, 17th. He rings the chemo bell four years. He's in remission. Full remission. So what is... What is, it's, what is that? The chemo bell? Is it? Like it's just the, the symbol of taking your last dose of chemo and that you mm -hmm. are on the road to recovery. There's like, mm -hmm. a, it's on a plaque. It's a big silver bell and it's on a plaque. I'm going to go live and share it with people. So it'll be like three o'clock this sat 3 p.m. UK time this Saturday. On your Twitch? Uh, I'm going to do it across the board. So it'll be on everything. Okay, but yeah, yeah. make sure you're following her, you guys, because that's a powerful moment. I hope I don't miss it. What time? Three o'clock yeah. your time? Three, so three my time, so that'll be like um, 10 a.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. And then um, 7 a.m. ringing the bell, because there's so many people, yourself included, that helped us get through that, like when you did the Thomas train and things, and you took part in that. Yeah, and that was so fun. Stuff. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, you were like, what the heck? So all these packages start showing up at your Oh, house. my gosh. I was on first name terms with the Amazon delivery truck. <laughs> it's like, we've got more. But that was so good. Like, that's what I mean about positive connections and things. And when you say that, that was, like, at my absolute worst time ever. And so many people helped out and everybody came together and literally got, like, he got a new bed, the video monitor and the fridge to keep the chemo, everything. 
And it was like, I was so overwhelmed with how much people wanted to genuinely help somebody that some people had never even met. And like, I couldn't believe it. But yeah, it was, that was amazing. I know. Isn't that so beautiful that people will just give to someone they've never met? You know, they just want to help. Like, people are genuinely. So that's like another reason why I want to share the ending to it because like I feel like some of you have been with me the whole time mm-hmm. like not literally but fair holding his hand through it so it seems only fitting that we share the end to it absolutely he's got through it so yeah he's done he's done really well and yeah. definitely wouldn't have got through it without like the likes of yourself so it's true yeah. what you say what'd you say Tom it's fantastic I I'm so proud and uh, I, I can't wait to watch, too. I'm mm-hmm. going to be there with you uh, all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So how is Thomas feeling? Oh, he's all right. He's actually asleep. So oh, good. <laughs> he's doing all right. There was a question there for you. I'll pop it on the screen. There you go. Okay. I want to, I'm just going to quickly, I'm doing my live streamer thing. Hi, Jim. Good to see you. Thank you for the 50 bits. Um, Eric, hi. I just want to, okay. Biggest inspiration right now. I'm caught up in the chat to this. I'm so weird. I'm like very neurotic about missing comments. It's, it's, it's I'm my trying to keep them up in the so top. Good. <laughs> so good. Uh, my biggest inspiration. I don't know if I really have an answer offhand for that. I feel like I've gained so many different things from so many different people. Um, But inspiration is one of the 10 forms of positivity that she talks about in this book. And we can get into that in a little bit once we're kind of caught up with chat and and questions, what we're talking about here. But inspiration is a form of positivity. There's a a lot of different forms. Um, And things like that story, like Gemma's story, Thomas's story, you know, there's just so much inspiration all around us. People have been through so much. They have overcome things they never thought they could. People are so much stronger than they think they are. So I think just humans are my biggest inspiration. You know, like I feel like people have been through way harder, more traumatic things than I have been. And even though we don't have to compare, right, our feelings are still valid, even if we don't think we've been through as severe of circumstances, it's still super inspirational to see. Like if people can overcome that, then I can totally overcome the things that I'm dealing with, you know? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Naomi, and thanks for sharing out the the promo for this, too. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, I remember you guys. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yay! Craig, hi, good day. Are you an Aussie? Hi, Annie. What made, um, yeah, what made me start streaming? We did talk about that, so I think you might have just got in, but it will be on the replay. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you guys have anything else before I dive into the 10 forms of positivity? No, I'm all right. Yeah, you go for it. Absolutely, go for it. Cool. Okay, so uh, again, if you missed it, Positivity by Barbara Fredrickson. She is a professor, PhD, and she studies. She's kind of like the groundbreaking uh, discoverer of of the idea of positive psychology. So she's definitely a huge inspiration to me. I think she's out of Penn State in in Pennsylvania. And if you don't want to read the book, this is the most important part anyway. So we talked about how you have to have three positive experiences for every one negative. And remember, life will take care of the negative stuff. It's going to happen. You don't even have to, you don't really have, you can't prevent anything negative from happening to you. That's not the way the world works. You know, you can't live in a bubble of positivity. This isn't about, um, 
denying the fact that negative things happen and sometimes we feel sad or depressed or anxious or you know all any of the negative emotions but what you can control is you can you can consciously intend to increase the amount of positive experiences that you have hi demi demi so here are 10 different forms of positivity. I'll just read them really quick and then we can kind of break down each one and you guys can kind of piggyback on things that bring these up for you. I'll talk about things that bring it up for me. You guys in the chat can say things that make you feel these kinds of ways because it's just like adding things to your toolbox because sometimes when you're feeling really down, you're like, you're, you're not in the mood to go do something positive. But if you can think of this now, hopefully when you're in a more like calm, steady state, you have this to draw from. And if you don't have the resources you need, get them now so that mm -hmm. when you are feeling low, you can pull from them. So let me read them and then we'll get into all that. So there's joy. Oh, wait, this isn't the, the list that I wanted. Here we go. Joy, gratitude, serenity, interest, hope, pride, amusement, inspiration, awe, and love. So there's going to be a lot of experiences that bring up multiple of these positive experiences, but let's just break one down at a time because you want to build this little toolkit that covers all 10 of these so you have a lot to draw from because sometimes you'll be in the mood for certain things and not so much in the mood for others, or sometimes you won't be able to, like, say one of your things is to go for a walk. Well, sometimes you might be stuck in bed and you can't go outside for a walk. So you got to have other options. You don't want just like one go-to positive thing. You got to have a lot of things to draw from. Mm -hmm. And it comes with practice. So, you know, be patient with yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. And you can start today. So the first one is joy. This is just like happiness. This is what people usually think of when they hear, oh, positive psychology, being positive. They think of smiling, feeling, feeling happy, which is a feeling. You know, it's temporary and there's a lot of different things that can bring this up. But for me, one thing is like listening to a song that I really like that kind of gets me dancing and just makes me feel good. So that's yeah. a big thing for me is music that I like. Can you guys, mm -hmm. I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you have anything you want to oh, say music makes really you happy. Helpful. Yeah, I think music helps. I think that's something that most people mentioned when they've come on, that music is something that really helps them with their mental health. It certainly does me. Nothing like um, you, if you're in a I bad mood, that. listening to something really heavy just to get that aggression. Like, yeah, yeah, do a mosh pit in your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Curtains closed and no one's seeing that. <laughs> yeah. Your own private dance party. Yep. Oh, wow. All right. Next time, stream it. Because <laughs> you know we all want to see that. You <laughs> dance in like a oh. maniac around your room. Oh, only once did I ever do that on TikTok. Never again. <laughs> I might have had a little bit of help, but anyway. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, dear. So yeah, joy and happiness. I feel like that's kind of the common thing people think of when they think of positivity. But the other ones go, I think, even a little deeper. So mm -hmm. gratitude is the second one. Things that you're grateful for. This is a major practice for mental health. Write down things that you're grateful for or at least think of things that you're grateful for. So there's a proven way to actually change the neural pathways in your brain, which is to write down three new things that you are grateful for every single day for 21 days. So it's three a, weeks. Go it, ahead. It, it, it's an absolutely uh, great exercise mm -hmm. in, for mental health. Uh, it, it, 
it shocked me when, when I was told to uh, rattle off three things that I was grateful for today. And I, I was like, <laughs> and then, but rattle off 10 things that you were pissed off about. <laughs> yep. Just, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yep. So exactly. That, that's and that's, so if you guys aren't familiar, not you guys, but you know, people in the chat, if you're not familiar with the way the brain works, it's very similar to the way your muscles work. If you want to develop them, you do certain exercises that focus on those muscles and your brain and your psyche is the exact same way. So you can get really, really good at practicing gratitude and looking for silver linings and looking for the good stuff in your environment. However, you can also, and this is much easier to do, get really, really good at complaining and focusing on the negative and figuring out everything to the, all the bad things that went, you know, looking at the whole cloud rather than the silver lining. So think about that. Like, what are you doing every day? What is your habit? What are you getting good at? Are you getting good at training your brain to look for the good things? Because that'll happen. Like the first day of the gratitude journal, pretty simple, right? Three things you're grateful for your house, water, food, you know, it's pretty basic stuff. But then the next day you can't repeat. So in the 21 days, you can't repeat anything. So then you have to think, okay, the first few days, a little bit easier. Yeah, that's By it's... like the second or third week, you're like, okay, you got to get creative. You got to look for things and you start to train your brain to look for the good things rather than to do your kind of natural, which is just human. And I wanted to say that to Gemma too, who said, you know, I still focus on the negative sometimes. That's just mm -hmm. you being human. Like that's your amygdala in your brain scanning your environment for threats and trying to keep you safe and trying to protect you and make sure that you're staying away from stuff and reminding you why those things are bad and making sure you notice it so that you don't get hurt by it um so again we can't really like do away with that and we don't want to because it does protect us we just have to use these tools to make sure we don't get stuck in that cycle of negative thinking where we're thinking about the same thing over and over it's called ruminating right. and you're just like thinking that same horrible thing Thing and it can just start that downward spiral on itself. So think upward spiral, think, okay, break the cycle. Once you become aware of it, okay, now what, what makes me feel joy? Did I do my gratitude journal today? Write right. down three things you're grateful for. You'll, you'll immediately feel a shift in yourself mm -hmm. just by forcing yourself to write down those things that you're grateful for each day. So chat, if you want to say three things you're grateful for today, that would be pretty cool. I'm obviously very grateful for this book. Yep. I'm grateful for Gemma. I'm grateful for Tim. Mm -hmm. Done. It's some familiar <laughs> faces in the in the chat for you as well. Yes. Hi, Jay. Hi. Thank you, Trevor. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, when I get excited, I get that high pitched voice. I know it's like your 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 headphones just broke. That's my bad. I think I saw <laughs> Art too. Hi, Art. Dimmy, thank you for the hundred bits. Thank you all. You guys are awesome. If I missed anyone, I'm sorry, but you know, we love you. They can't talk to you because I'm talking too much. So oh, I'm sorry. trying to keep up in the chat <laughs> with it all and stuff. There's a, a quote that I like. I've just pulled it up again now. I have it on my wall downstairs and it says, uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah, that's the serenity prayer. They use that in Alcoholics yeah. Anonymous. That's yeah, very, very important. Yeah, I have it on my wall downstairs. Yes, indeed. 
It is. And that's kind of like that, that ties into like why I love this book and why I love other mm -hmm. books and why I love connecting with other people, because it's like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like it's not you against the world. You don't have to figure everything out yourself. A lot of people have been through similar situations to you. You're not alone. You can figure out what worked for them. And, you know, maybe yours is a little bit different. So maybe that doesn't work for you, but this works for you. Like maybe you're not big into listening to music and dancing around in your room, but you really like the gratitude journal, you know, some of these forms of positivity, I think, stand out more to, to certain people than others. So go with what feels right. You know, trust your intuition. I feel like we have five senses, but then that sixth sense is like our intuition. You know, the, the feeling, the gut feeling of like some, when something feels like yes, go towards that. If something feels like no, see how you can limit it or remove it from your life or, or set clearer boundaries and, and try to like protect that space because we want to keep as much no out as we can because we're going to have enough of it more than we ever want or need anyway. So we want to just increase the yes, that yum feeling and get rid of the yuck, you know? Yeah. Grateful Definitely. for being here another day to be around great people. You're a great person, right? I followed you, yeah. actually. I saw you in here. Hi, Steph. Steph in the chat there. I've actually known her since elementary school. Ray like, does in real Ray life. Uh, streams for positive vibes and positive uh, mm. mental health. Very much. Yeah. yeah, and his username is so perfect, a ray of sunshine. Because <laughs> mm. his name is Ray. <laughs> That's a knee slapper. <laughs> ray is a good, good man. Hi, Big yeah. Red. How are you? And we love you, Ray. Thank you guys for being here tonight uh, with us on the Mental Health Hour mm -hmm. with Next Juice, Taylor, Femme Yoga. Uh, you guys know her uh, from Periscope and mm -hmm. all of the platforms that we have uh, surmounted from. Um, we're talking positive psychology tonight. Um, and uh, Taylor is nice enough to join us and uh, give us a rundown on her mental health, her positive story. So Taylor, back to you. Yay. Um, King asked, how's the move to Florida been for you and your mindset? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I love it down here. Sunshine is a huge thing. So that that's not part of this, but another tool that's great for me is if I start to feel kind of more, I realize I usually can always think, oh, when's the last time I actually got into the sun for more than like the walk from my house to my car, you know, and then it's like, oh, okay, just even I think it's like 15 minutes a day of sunshine can have a major effect on your vitamin D and your mental health for sure. Plus you're outside fresh air, you know, it's just like, it's kind of a reset for your body. It's really therapeutic physically and mentally. So I'm studying to become a therapist and I want to have a, I'm not, I'm going to be a, a therapist, not a psychiatrist. So I can't prescribe medication, but mm -hmm. I want a script pad anyway. And I'm going to prescribe people to go to the beach and to go for a walk and to get outside and like give mm -hmm. them the prescription, <laughs> you know, once per day, make sure you go outside for 15 minutes and just sit there. You know, some of you live in colder areas might be a little bit harder, but bundle up, still good to get yeah. some fresh air. Rainy UK, gotta love it. <laughs> Grab your umbrella, you know, go oh, jump in yeah. some puddles. I swear Reconnect. I'm going to visit to Florida again soon. Yes, come see me. Yes, that would be so fun. Yeah. Thomas wants to anyway. We were going to come this year, but, you know, COVID and stuff. So mm -hmm. next year, it's definitely on the cards for next year. Bringing him to Disney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. been once, but he loved it that much. And you can't really do it all in like one or two days. So I said I'd bring him back. 
yeah so next year it's on the cards but i'll get in touch when we're coming and uh, yeah definitely absolutely yeah craig it, it seems more legit right it's like it's on a, it's on a prescription pad so now you have to do it i mean yeah the doctor orders <laughs> and no okay. side effects to those either no nasty side effects <laughs> use sunscreen okay don't get sunburned well, that, yeah <laughs> we don't need all that <laughs> She's like, I live in the UK. There, what is the sun? I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that much. We're not, we're not familiar with the sun over here that much. <laughs> and then when we do, we all sit and complain about how hot it is. <laughs> that's fact. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go on to the third. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to say about gratitude before we go to the third? No, please, please no, no, continue. Go for it. Okay, cool. How are we doing on time? All right, I got to go faster. Uh, serenity. So serenity is that feeling of like peace, calm, serene. So this, for me, a big, big tool for this is meditation. I mean, if you have struggles with your mental health and you're not meditating ideally every single day, you're missing this like really easy, low-hanging fruit that's just there for you. Like, And some people are like, I can't sit still that long, which is not true because I know you sit and scroll through TikTok for hours and don't move your body at all. So don't lie to me or yourself, more importantly yourself. But you can do walking meditations. You can do moving meditations. Yoga is a great form of moving meditation. So if you just feel like it's really difficult for you, go for a walk, but make it a meditative walk. Leave the phone in the car really come to that present moment, look around, oops, sorry, take some deep breaths, take really slow, mindful, feel your body moving. You know, meditation doesn't have to be you sitting there in a yogi position saying om. You know, everybody has different types of meditation that that resonate more with them, but it's a huge, huge help because it helps you to become aware of what's going on in there because too much of our time we spend trying to avoid what's, you know, we don't want to deal with the hard stuff. We don't want to do the shadow work, but it's the only way, the only way out is through. And you have, it's like a mental digestion. That's how I think of it. Just like we digest our food, especially when we sleep. Meditation is like a wake, a waking type of digestion for your mind. You get you get to get digest those thoughts, see them, let them pass. You might say, oh, I didn't even realize I was fixated on this. This thing keeps coming up in my meditation. Like I'm trying to focus on relaxing my body and I'm just so sidetracked by this thing that's just calling my attention. Why does that need my attention so much? Give it some attention and say, okay, what what's going on here? Why is this, you know, so glaring in my mind? And you can work through stuff. So, and if you need help with that, I, I love meditation. So, reach out if you need some tips. Reach out always through the Discord or uh, any. Uh, Taylor has her own uh, Discord, I'm sure. Um, mm -hmm. But our mental yeah. health hour Discord, we have positive um, vibes and all this, uh, all the stuff that we talk about on here. We put it into the Discord. So mm -hmm. come on, join in, and uh, we can talk more about this after. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, because it's the mental health hour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and obviously, we could all probably sit here for like five hours and go on about it because it's something we're all passionate about. So, oh, yeah. It's true what you say about time. scrolling for hours on TikTok. Like, I can do that. And there's many a times where I've sat there that long that I've randomly sent some random TikToks to people because I'm falling asleep and I've clicked share with like <laughs> so many times. 
but I really struggle to meditate. I've got the Calm app and I try use that, but switching off, unless I'm sat mind like doom scrolling through some stuff, I really struggle to switch the brain off. I it feel like um, somewhere. like live meditations can be helpful too. So if you go live to and meditate with people, you can just like listen to a guided meditation or you can lead one. Or if you see another content creator who's doing it, it's something it's um, so if you have, if you're like, if you have a lot of different forms of neurodivergence, like ADHD, autism, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. um, body doubling is a really effective strategy which means like having someone else there present obviously in person is probably more effective but even just on the screen like in real time not a pre-recorded video but somebody mm-hmm. there sitting with you doing it like holding that space with you that mm-hmm. can be helpful for some people or you could try like the walking meditation right ease your way in like just in, no music just like what or maybe like a maybe a guided meditation while you walk something like that you know generally if you're going to listen to music while meditating the less words the better because that could kind of distract the mind a lot just kind of focusing on the body focusing on the breath focusing on nature moving through anything that makes you feel serene right we're talking about serenity it doesn't have to be meditation i'm obviously a huge advocate for meditation but it could be Mm -hmm. anything that makes you feel serene and calm maybe it's going out in nature and watching the water or looking at the trees or the animals mm. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> or just sleeping. <laughs> so the next one is interest, which is one of my personal favorites. Find something you're interested in. When something mm-hmm. can engage your mind and your attention, you're going to, f- it, it makes it easier to get through these next moments. You know, sometimes we just got to get through the next minute. One day at a time, one second at a time, one minute at a time. That's just got to get through, you know. That's it. So if you can find something interesting, even if it's not productive, like sometimes we're so hard on ourselves. We feel like, oh, we got to be working. We got to be doing all these things. I mean, I, I watched a bunch of true crime stuff. Like that's totally not productive and probably not the best thing for my mental health either. But I'm so interested in it. So it is a form of positivity, even though it's kind of dark, you know, even like the video game I play is like a horror video game. But I'm interested in it. It has a lot of information into it. It's a way that I connect with my friends. So you can kind of find like these positive experiences and things that aren't so conventionally positive, like yoga, meditation, going for walks, eating healthy, getting sleep, journaling. Um, uh, what was the first, you know, just being happy. You know, that's what a lot of people think, all these like kind of cliche things. So I think it's important to remember there's other things that are actually, they count on our roster of trying to balance that scale towards the positive side, like interest. All, all great mindfulness uh, things, like uh, just being in the, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Present moment awareness is, is huge because it's like... When- that's one thing that I've always loved about your streams. You always open with welcome to a moment in time with Taylor. Um, it, it's just that that is exactly what we're talking about right now. We're, we are mm. in the present. We are right here, right now. Yeah, it's just a yeah, and it's a moment we'll never experience again. Like the moment we just had is gone, you know, so it's like 
it's mm -hmm. your life is happening right here in this moment. And that's powerful for mental health too, because sometimes thinking about our past can be really overwhelming and thinking mm -hmm. about our future can be really overwhelming, but thinking about right here, right now is much more manageable, much more mm -hmm. like, okay, I can get through this next second. I can get through this next minute, you know, yeah. break it down. Don't over, try not to get like just way out there in your mind like come back to right now how's your body feeling do you need to eat do you need a nap <laughs> do you need some water <laughs> you know like check in with right here right now do you check in yeah yeah definitely it's a good time to check in right now guys we've been talking for a while do you need some water do you need a bathroom break you need a snack take care of yourselves all right we're not yeah, going to yeah. watch the replay we're not going anywhere <laughs> it is much easier though to like um I find when I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing now, like when I'm doing housework, for example, I'm trying to, like, I do it so many times to the point where I'll start like six jobs and finish none of them because I'm trying to do that much. And I really have to focus and be like, right, I need to do this. And I'm not moving till I've done it mm -hmm. because my mind's going a mile a minute and I'm doing all the stuff, then thinking about the stuff that I haven't done, all the stuff that's coming. And I'm like, it really stresses me out to the point where I'm like, oh my God, I need to just stop. <laughs> and there's so many times, like now, when we're talking about it, I know that I forgot to turn the washing machine off on downstairs. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> so I need to do that after this stream. And I wouldn't care, but I loaded it this morning. So a number of times I've gone to it and thought, right, I'm going to turn it on. And then something's distracted me and then it just hasn't happened. So that machine's been wanting to be turned on for about 12 <laughs> hours now. <laughs> Honestly, me and my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. I think that's really normal. Like you you go to, you know, throw something in the trash and then you walk past something. Okay, now I'm going to pick that up. And then you go to put that away. And then, oh, yeah, I got to do laundry. And you start doing that. And you're just like, you have all these half done jobs. It's pretty normal. Yep. Especially, mm -hmm. do you have ADHD or no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's super, super common if you have ADHD as well. So, okay. again, make sure you're not too hard on yourselves, y'all. Yeah, it's hard to just uh, to switch off, like, from trying to remember everything and just do the one thing. I'm very good at writing lists. I was going to say, write like, it down. I'll either lose the list or write multiple lists. I, I like to put it on the door because as soon as I go downstairs the front door is right in front of me mm -hmm. and that's the first thing I see so I'll put the lists on the front door nice. so when I get downstairs it's all there I've got everything that I need to do right there and I'm like right okay because there's a room at either side of me and I'm like right okay here we go write them in order <laughs> yeah I have a whole thing about like prioritizing lists and everything but I can't get into that now because we'll never get yeah. through this list uh, but that's huge like to get things out of your brain to write it down so that you mm -hmm. don't have that like load on your brain trying to remember 15 things write them down get them out of the your brain so you can then focus on one task at a time you know free up some some space Good just advice. like a computer you know the next one here is hope I might have to fly through these a little bit faster, but hope. So a good thing for this, I think, is visualization. You know, thinking about what is your ideal future outcome? What are your goals? Doing like a meditation type visualization. What do you see yourself doing if there was no obstacle, you know, no barriers, no boundaries, and you could just 
have this perfect dream life, your ideal life, what would that look like? And having some kind of hope for the future that you can move forward towards something positive, towards a good future is huge because one of the key uh, traits of depression is feeling hopeless, you know, especially if you're feeling suicidal, you that you can pretty much guarantee if someone's wanting to end their own life, they are feeling zero amount of hope. So having tools that can help you feel hopeful about the future is huge, especially if you struggle with depression or suicidal ideation, for sure. <laughs> king, no king, have faith, we can get through this. Yeah, we've got <laughs> like 20 really minutes, fast. so we're fine. Okay. We um, a little late, can we? Okay. Yeah, that works. So the next one up here is pride. So taking pride. This is actually, I've noticed that like a lot. I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but in my experience here in America, sometimes pride is like, sometimes it's said like, oh yeah, proud American, whatever. But mm -hmm. it's kind of like shamed. Like if you're proud, people are like, you're conceited, you're, you know, selfish, you're um mm -hmm. narcissist like it's like because i'm proud that i did something good like that mm -hmm. is a legitimate feeling that everyone has a right to feel you yeah. deserve to be proud of the good things that you've accomplished Absolutely. even just overcoming something you can just mm -hmm. be proud that you survived something really hard yeah yeah, yeah. same though definitely the people like if you try and like I guess share what you've accomplished and things if you what people deem as oversharing then you're a narcissist or you're an inflated ego or whatever they want to do so you can't win it's like well you know what do i do yeah and people who react that way my theory is that they struggle from low self-esteem and insecurity themselves mm -hmm. so they think oh well this person feels good about themselves which is making me feel even worse so if i can make them feel bad you know misery loves company so we got to make sure we have our our tool our little toolkit here our positivity toolkit to protect us from that stuff really having a negative impact on us we have to be more powerful than that because automatically negativity is going to have a lot of power just inherently so we have yeah. to be prepared that we're not we're not gonna be able to please everyone all the time and there's always going to be someone who has something to say some kind of criticism about us and it's not our job to convince them that we're allowed to feel proud you know just as long yeah. as you can tell yourself i'm worthy of being proud of my accomplishments you know exactly Mm -hmm. So to increase your feelings of pride, do stuff that you're proud of. Go volunteer, go donate to charity, go, um, you know, write a book, <laughs> write a poem, make, make some music, learn a new instrument, learn a new uh, language. All these things are really good for brain health, uh, which is mm -hmm. also going to be good for physical and mental health. But it also gives you something to be proud of. Like, hey, I learned something new. I did something nice. I mean, there's so many things you can do to increase that feeling of pride, because especially if you struggle with self-esteem and insecurity, like mm -hmm. help yourself to feel more confident. Do things that make you feel proud. Go work out. That increases testosterone, which automatically is connected to feeling more confident and less stressed just the yeah. simple hormone increase, you know, even awesome. a five minute workout. You could do one minute of push-ups, and unless you're like really fit, you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, wow, that was pretty hard. It's one minute, mm -hmm. it's one minute. And you're like, oh my God, that, at the end of the minute, it's like, geez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything you guys wanted to piggyback there? Uh, for no, pride? Great. Okay. okay. 
and pride pride to sorry as, as i said it i was thinking of like gay pride like pride in whatever makes you different you know being proud of your unique characteristics mm -hmm. you know like leaning into that i'm writing a book right now and it's about leaning into your weirdness realizing like that's your edge yeah. that's your competitive advantage like that's what makes you stand out from the crowd that's that's the beautiful essence that makes you you it is the last thing to to feel ashamed of it or or try oh, yeah. to, you know, change it so yeah. that you celebrate, fit in. Celebrate yeah. your victories. Celebrate mm -hmm. your victories in your mental health uh, or in your recovery. Uh, that's why we take these chips for AA. Mm. Um, <clears throat> not only do they celebrate our little milestones, but they also show the newcomers that the program works. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah celebrate your victories and let the others see that this program works and that you're you aren't alone you are not alone you are uh able mm -hmm. to be a part of this community you know yeah be yourself yeah. everybody else is taken <laughs> uh, i love know. that yeah, I, I don't remember the quote verbatim, but there's a, a quote about like, you know, live your life with all of your uniqueness because your life is this song that can only be sung by you. You know, mm -hmm. if you rob yourself of your individual expression, like you're robbing the whole world of the impact that you could, that only you could leave on it. You know, no one else can do what you can do. So just embrace mm -hmm. yourself all of your little weird things that maybe you feel kind of weird about Absolutely. those are the things that make you beautiful and, and different you know Absolutely. i love that yeah the 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 chips are a really really great example too up next one of my other personal favorites so interest i love and then this one amusement laughing comedy comedy movies stand-up comedy funny friends asking your alexa to tell you a horrible dad joke i mean there's so many sources of comedy and to me like if if i'm laughing how could i really be feeling that bad i actually love when i'm feeling really low i love when someone cracks a joke because it's hard to do that sometimes people are like they don't want to do that because they feel like it's not the right time but it's like it's so unexpected and it's like you're crying and then all of a sudden you're like <laughs> you just laugh it's like this again it's that shift like we talked about with gratitude where it's just like okay it releases a little bit of uh endorphins and it just kind of makes you feel like yeah a little bit it takes that edge off you know if you can get a, a good laugh in so watch your favorite funny movie or funny show mm -hmm. and and just kind of like give yourself that space to just yeah. have some laughs and, and some smiles at the very least, you know, even right. if it's like the most cringy joke. Just smile. Oh, yeah. That's usually what gets us, though, isn't it? Like <laughs> the, the really cringy ones, the real dad jokes. Yeah, the pickup lines. <laughs> I remember doing, um, it was when I was doing a little bit of acting and I don't know what it was, but it was something really silly. And they had to break early for lunch because I just could not stop laughing. I'd been at it for like 40 minutes and I just couldn't stop. <laughs> so they said, we're going to break early and come back and like calm your shit down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, take some breaths. You're going to hyperventilate. <laughs> I just couldn't switch it off. And I've done that so many times, like in live streaming and things where I just like, I just need a minute. I can't. And I completely lost it. 
And that's awesome because it makes other people laugh too. And people oh, yeah. with like really like you, that might be one of your weird things, right? You have this like really different kind of laugh. Uh, just let it out because it's going to make other people laugh just because of your laugh. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. someone said in my TikTok chat, I think yesterday, he's like, are you a beaver? Cause damn, that's <laughs> just like, okay. That's so, I love that. Like, that's just so <laughs> little, you know, little like one liners. It's just, especially when they're unexpected. So yeah. have, yeah. have your comedy toolbox ready to go. Awesome. Hi, Frank. Welcome in. Sorry if I missed anybody. Good to see you guys. Mm, okay. We only have three. Okay. Three left, three left. So this is perfect. I think we're right on time. So this one's the next one we talked about a lot, which is inspiration. Tim, I think you just shared a great example of the, the chips, right? So not only is it something for you to be proud of, but it inspires other people. Like, hey, they did it. I can do it. You know, they made it through all this hard stuff. I can make it through my hard stuff, too. So find sources of inspiration. Maybe it's like TED Talks or books or other people who have accomplished what you want to accomplish. Maybe it's like Ellen DeGeneres or Oprah or, you know, I'm talking kind of content creator talk show type things but it could be whatever you know it's a musician or a rapper or an artist you know look for those sources of inspiration go to the art museum like find things that inspire you maybe it's nature again you can get serenity and inspiration all in one mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you guys want to share like stuff that inspires you if you have anything off the top of your heads um i like art and things and i've taken like i'd stopped painting for quite a while and lately I just started doing some more um, paintings and things. And I think a couple of days ago, I just went and sat at the park and just sat and painted. I've got a little tiny little paint set and just went and took, because I thought if I don't get out of these four walls, I'm going to drive myself crazy. Mm -hmm. So I just went and took myself to the park and sat and painted. And I've been doing, that's like, just literally the quickest one I can grab. But, like, oh, it's so grab. pretty though. And then it's nowhere near finished. I've got loads of shading and stuff in there. But um, someone sent me these, um, like, miniature, like, because they were selling them on Etsy and things. This is why don't you do miniature art and things. So I'm going to, like, get try and get bought a page and just do nice. miniatures and things. And then I use my iPad and things. Um, but just, just things like that or making, making jewellery and stuff. Like, I have them on... Anything, just anything creative, anything arty. Oh, that was ASMR, the sound of your little beads. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounded nice. I love ASMR. It was like a media relaxation. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been doing some of that, actually. I need to upload them. I need to have the confidence to upload the ASMR that I've made. Mm -hmm. Remember that it doesn't matter. The people who don't like it, it wasn't made for them anyway. Nope. <laughs> There'll be plenty of people it helps. I've found I've had amazing responses from ASMR, like people who have PTSD, nightmares, insomnia, tinnitus, anxiety, like so many things. It really helps them. So who cares about all the people who get creeped out by it? They can go yeah. watch something else. I mean, there's plenty <laughs> of content out there in the world, you know? Oh yeah. Yep. Um, one thing <laughs> Jim in Chicago land, JSMR the catalyst. <laughs> candle you'll, you'll see oh. that tonight oh yeah it's wednesday oh that's nice you kind of piggyback when does he go on he goes at 11 o'clock tonight oh mm -hmm. we got plenty of time um 
so one thing I want to say about inspiration too, before we get to the last two is dopamine. So dopamine is a neurotransmitter slash hormone in your brain that's connected to feeling motivated. So the more you can get dopamine, the more motivated and inspired you'll feel to create things and to take care of the things that you want to take care of. So when you have this to-do list or something really important, you just can't find the motivation to do it. Instead of just like beating yourself up and just par- like analysis paralysis, do something else that makes you feel good, that releases dopamine. So like, you know, accomplishing something else, doing exercise, doing anything that makes you feel good is likely to release some amount of dopamine into your brain. And that's going to like biologically increase the chances of you having the motivation and momentum to actually take care of the stuff you don't really want to take care of. And in in that inspiration, you know, I feel like motivation, inspiration are are closely intertwined. So that's a little life hack too, that hopefully helps you guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. Second to last one is awe, feeling in awe of something. I experienced Mm. this to the biggest degree I can think of when I saw the Grand Canyon for the first time. I was just, no words, right? Just absolute awe. It's a good way to describe Mm -hmm. awe is when you're like, I have no words. You're just speechless. You're just left, you know, probably for parents. Like when you have a child, probably extreme awe comes over you. You know, like Mm -hmm. you created a human, like a human just came into the world because of you and now like it's there and you're responsible for it and it's just like that awe of like wow what a huge moment that is Mm -hmm. yeah definitely not usually at 3 a.m when he keeps me up but other than that (laughs) I meant like at the moment he was just born (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. the rest good luck Uh, But even that, like, you know, their first steps or their first word or, you know, those little moments where you're just kind of in awe that or they graduate Mm -hmm. from high school or college or, you know, Mm -hmm. they just it's like they overcome something that just really impresses you. And you're just you just left with that, like, awestruck feeling. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're probably not gonna be able to just go out and have babies every time you want to feel awe. But go out and look at a really big tree and just take a moment to look at it and just appreciate like how long this tree has been here just growing, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, like find something that you can just be in awe of. Um, Mm -hmm. I was going to say a person, but I think this person is kind of controversial. So I won't, but like maybe like some famous person who's just accomplished a ton and you're just kind of like in awe of like their achievements and accomplishments. You know, there's a lot of different sources of awe that you can draw from Mm -hmm. yeah so make sure you have that in your toolbox and ta-da we are officially at the last of the 10 forms of positivity if you made it this long congratulations i know sometimes it's like trying to drink from a fire hydrant it's a lot of information again take the things that feel like oh yeah i really like that take that run with it maybe you already got it and you can go um but you know don't don't like feel like you have to remember every single part of all of this this is, I, I started learning about this when I was 19. I'm now 31. So it's not like I just learned all this yesterday and I'm now sharing it. So take your yeah. time with yourself, take a few things, build that toolkit. And this last one, which is, can be a little tricky is love. Mm. So a lot of times we think of love, like being like a love relationship, like a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. But obviously, there's a lot of different forms of love, love for your family. But I think one of the most important things, especially talking about mental health, is self-love. 
You know, like, how can you love yourself? How can you think, what do I want? You know, what's going to make me feel loved and, and important and cherished, even just by my own self? Sometimes it can help to think of yourself as you would think of someone else. So it's like if someone else was going through this, what would you say to them? How would you feel about them? Yeah. Would you be super judgmental and harsh on them? Like, oh, my God, you made a mistake. Ew. What a but like we do that to ourselves, you yeah. know, but in, if someone else did it, we'd be like, oh, my God, you're doing so great in every other arena. You're going to make mistakes. That's the path to success. You know, it's like so easy to give these pep talks to other people. Start yeah. practicing giving them to yourself, you know, like. Tell yourself that you're okay. You're doing you're doing good. You're going to get through it and do things for yourself. You know, take yourself on a little date. Take yourself mm. out. Take, go get a massage. Like do something just for you. Do something selfish. And I know yeah. that's like so, oh my God, it kind of ties into pride. Oh God, you're proud. Oh God, you did something for yourself. Listen, you're, how the heck are you going to help anybody else in the entire world if you don't even know how to help yourself? It's the concept of like, you can give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, or you can teach a man to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. So if you yeah. can figure out how to do things, you can then teach other people how to do them for themselves, because we Absolutely. can't just have a bunch of people dependent on us all the time. That's not going to help anybody. So, um, and then learn about the five love languages. If you're not familiar with them, they are physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, and gifts. And figure out what yours are, figure out what the people that you love in your life, your children, your partners, your friends, your boss, everyone, figure out what their love languages are so that you can communicate love to people the most effective and efficient way possible and to yourself. So if your love language is physical touch, yeah, you might need to go get yourself a massage because touching yourself is not quite the same. I said touching mm -hmm. yourself. Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> I went down a different path in my mind, um, you know, words of affirmation. So doing positive mm -hmm. affirmations with yourself, quality time, taking yourself out on that date, buying yourself a gift just because, you know, a little, buy yourself flowers, buy yourself a little card that says, I love you. You're special thinking of you, you know, yeah. like why wait around for somebody else to do it? You can do all these things. Exactly. For yourself. Exactly. exactly. That was very nice. Yay. Uh, thank you so much to Taylor uh, of Next Juice. Um, and please uh, catch Taylor live uh, every, there it is, <laughs> every day. Every day she live streams here yeah. on Twitch. Not just TikTok. on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. somewhere. Go ahead, uh, Taylor. I did uh, it. Whoops. <laughs> throw your uh, socials out there if you work with people find you. Yeah, it's next. I would say nextjuice.com is probably the best place to go. It's one place that has all the links. So if you go to the contact page on the website, you'll see like the Discord and the Instagram and the Twitter and the TikTok and the everything is on there. It's nextjuice pretty much everywhere, but like my TikTok got shut down. So now my TikTok name is not nextjuice because I think that's funny. And like I said, amusement is one of my favorite things. Oh, going back to amusement, um, learn to laugh at yourself. My mom taught me this when I was young and it changed my life. I will never forget because I used to take things so seriously. If I made a mistake, if I tripped and someone else laughed at me or made fun of me, I used to get real defensive. Oh, they're mean. They're, ah, I'm going to tell on you. You know, it's like, yo, chill, lighten up. Like, it's funny when somebody trips, get over it. It was you this time. You know, it's like, come on, learn to laugh at mm. yourself when you mess up. Learn to laugh it off. Learn, learn to shrug it off because that's a powerful tool. So take amusement even in yourself. You know, lighten up, 
lighten up on yourself, laugh at yourself a little, uh, make your weird usernames. (laughs) Very great information. All, um, everything, uh, Taylor went over tonight. Uh, I just, uh, thank you so much for, for going over that with us and, uh, joining the stream tonight. We really appreciate it, uh, here at the mental health hour. Um, we, all we do is just try and put out that positive energy and put out that information. We are living our life, uh, the way we know how, now that we are in, uh, recovery or we are, uh, trying to better ourselves. It it really doesn't take any, um, you don't have to be, um, a drug addict or anything. If you just want to improve your mental health in any way, shape, or form, you can take a nice walk outside, mindfulness walk, and it will enlighten your whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's really what getting down to what Taylor was talking about today. I really appreciate you uh, for coming on tonight. I thank you um, for taking us on that journey and mm-hmm. uh, explaining all of that for our audience and for our replay viewers and yeah. our listeners. Thanks for inviting me on. I love this. I love talking about this, as you know. And uh, if you ever want to come back, you're more than welcome to. We'll have you anytime you want. Um, That being said, let's go ahead and start wrapping up tonight's episode. Uh, We thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Catch Jim in Chicagoland tonight for Catalyst. Please, uh, twitch.tv slash Jim in Chicagoland, Catalyst, a candlelight or a fire pit. I don't know. Uh, we're, we're, Jim, we're getting, I don't know if you're still here, Jim, but we're, oh, he is still here. Yeah, he's coming at them. Fire pit, we fire pit. Doing a fire pit tonight. We're getting into that uh, part of the uh, season uh, where we don't know if we're going to be inside or outside. So, yeah. Uh, Stay tuned. Jim is a weather freak. He'll he'll uh, let us know one way or the other. Weather freak. Hey, hey, love him. Jim. Jim I met Jim in person him. too. I want to meet Jim. I want to meet yeah. Jim. And I want to meet Ray. Um, uh, speaking of Ray, a ray of sunshine. He ha- he graced uh, his presence through the uh, chat tonight. Catch him on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays uh, for positive streams, positive vibes, positive energy, positive stories. Uh, Great uh, guy, great streamer, good friend of ours. And, of course, we've got Blaine and Wilson, the Beardo Weirdo Show. We love them guys. Uh, And, finally, Ella, my bunny Valentine. If you don't know Ella, are you really on Twitch? (laughs) Or haps or multiplying or whatever. Yeah. Ella is our best friend. Um, she was on the show as well, and she has made it her mission to rescue all the bunnies in the world. So please help Ella out. Um, uh, for everything bunny, go to mybunnyvalentine.com uh, and use the promo code FireDude15 to save 15% off, and you can catch her live streaming on twitch as well she is a lot of fun that does it for us guys we are done another episode another mental health hour in the books and we will see you guys back here again next week uh 6 p.m 
Eastern time, 3 p.m. Pacific, mm-hmm. 11 p.m. Gemma time, and over there in the good old because I have my UK. own time zone. <laughs> Gemma God time. Save the king over there. Um, oh yeah. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. Thank you again, Taylor. Mm-hmm. And thank, thank you, you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys in the chat for all the bits, subs, and mm-hmm. shares, likes, and follows. We love you guys. We'll yeah. see you again.